Oh. A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040 WHO. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Mick. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Doing really good. It's a lovely day. It's going to be a lovely day out there. It is. And welcome to Aerial Animal Connection. Yes. And where we've got fun facts. We're going to have our trivia questions throughout the show, as we do always. Yeah. For that coffee mug. Yeah. Sorry, my Era, what are headset, you doing? Uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> lost my ears. Anyway. Technical di- difficulties that are yours. Again. Yeah. <laughs> no one else is having problems uh, no. this morning. Oh, well. Yeah. Meant to be. There's always something. This weather is weird. Uh, weird? Good. i got things to do. It was warm yesterday. <laughs> I didn't even wear a coat. Yeah. No, I didn't have to. Did you? Uh, first thing in the morning, a yeah. light jacket, but that was it. Yeah, I, I know you sound you sound sad because it's not Christmassy <laughs> enough yet. Why is it? I'm totally bummed. <laughs> totally, you're totally right. You know me too I well. I can see your face. It's I, like oh, I know. I wanted to, you know, get out the holiday stuff and decorate. Like I'm driving in this morning and I'm listening, you know, to Christmas music that I right. have on a CD, you know, and I got that. On a what? A CD. <laughs> what are you listening? Not to? an eight track. No, oh, an oh, A. Oh, now. Oh. In between, of course, when I'm switching over to iHeartRadio 1040 and listening in. Yeah. Um, yes. So, but I am listening, and it's just, it's like going to be 60 today. That doesn't feel like Christmas. It'll come soon enough. Yeah, I know. Well, there's plenty of lights out already, so. I know, it's very cool, isn't it? Did and you we, have- we're going to have some tips about setting up for we Christmas, are? actually. So yes. we're going to do that over the next couple of weeks as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, please call in if you have questions, fun stories at 284-1040. Love to hear from you. Yep. And we've got a lot of events happening today, too, so we'll talk about those. Yeah, it's busy, busy, busy. Yeah. And we were busy this w- last couple of days with adoptions, thank goodness. Yes. Uh, if you're looking for a pet, please come to the Animal Rescue League. We have wonderful, wonderful pets. You can see them online at www.arl-iowa.org. And we're having adoption promotions this week. Yeah. Uh, does it go through today? Uh, through to Sunday. Through Sunday. Um, all locations. So our Southridge location, our ARL West, and our main and PetSmart in Ankeny, yep. where we have cats up there. And it's a name your price. So you can come in and, of course, um, the adoption fee is the um, you actually get to choose. But one thing we like people to keep in mind is uh, all the things we do for these pets. So um, we've got the vaccinations, the spay neuter, the um, dentals. Microchip. Microchips. Like all our animals have a full dental check. That's and if huge. They have, yeah, that's a lot of money right there. Um, our wonderful veterinarian. Will not let these guys go out with a bad, bad teeth. Yeah, that's so, great. Um, which you know, no one would like to then go to a vet and have many hundreds of dollars because you got to have an extraction or something. So we like to do yeah. that for folks. So. Yeah, and teeth pain just like with humans. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So it's nice those pets are feeling good. Very much so. Yeah. So. Yeah, so all that's included. You know, I had people ask yep. me because they see we do adoption promotions and they'll say, so do you guys just not do some of that stuff? And I was like, oh, no, we st- oh, no. we're still doing all of it. We are. Yeah, so if people can name their price and hopefully they're generous because those adoption fees just go back into helping yeah. other pets that are coming up for adoption. Yep, and there's more pets coming up each day. Yep. So if you go to our website at arl-iowa.org, it has all our available 
animals for adoption and that changes regularly yeah so if you don't see something that you feel like is a match be sure and stop out anyway to any of our locations and yep. see what see what's there because sometimes there's a lag time of a day or two time we get them all all prepared and all get them up little there notes about them all in there that our wonderful volunteers yeah, and so, jessica do for us yeah and if there's no photo that that's why because yeah. they just came up they're live on the computer and the volunteers are going hang on a second i've got to take a picture that's right we're like it's an adoption you know one thing i was talking to somebody about i think yesterday was cats we have you know thousand literally yeah um a thousand <clears throat> or more cats right now who so we're definitely needing homes for cats and um but the thing is is you know people were like oh i've already got a cat and so cat? i know we started Come talking about that and adoption <laughs> yeah. of multiple cats yep. and, you know they looked at me kind of cynically like i was just trying to push a cat on because we have a thousand right now but but really cats really for the most part enjoy another cat's company now that being yeah. said that doesn't mean they may not sleep together you know they may not but they do like each other other's company and they like having that and it's surprising you know i walk around my house sometimes and the cats that supposedly don't you know they get along but they're not friends i'll walk up to the bedroom and they're both on the bed together yeah and i'm like really right and they see me and one goes no i'm not runs away <laughs> <laughs> I'm not i'm not near him i promise yeah so they, they you do. just don't know they do and our bonded buddy program yes yes we have a wonderful a bonded buddy program so if two cats came in together mm -hmm. um and are friends we require that they be adopted together as well so they can stay together and we don't have yeah. to break those bonds and that is a hugely successful program of ours and most wonderful people come out and they're like oh sure you know and so those two know each other they're bonded they'll be great you take them in then we also have our happy cat prescription program and i love this program because yep. it's uh take two and calls in the morning um <laughs> but the nice thing about that is let's say you've got really got your heart set on this cat and you've really got your heart set on this cat but they didn't come in together what we'll do is we do a bond there between those two and you can adopt two and take them home yep um it's whether, so whether they're bonded or not. So we also have that program, which is another adoption promotion we have. And we also, um, if you do have an existing pet or you're bringing the prescription pets home, is we have all the notes and our wonderful staff can go through how to introduce, introduce your pets together. And, of course, Absolutely. we talk about that a lot on the show because mm -hmm. it is so important just taking your time for years of peaceful harmony in the right. home. Right. So. I had a friend call me and... Her uh, sister had adopted a cat, and um, she was calling because her sister had gotten the cat, taken it home, let it out of the cage, and now war has broken out in mm -hmm. the house. So she was calling me and saying, you know, I tried to tell my sister about this adoption or about this introduction thing. What do we do now? And so we kind of just went back to stage one, yep. put the new cat in a room. We're just going to slow everything down and start this intro all over again. But those intros are so important. Uh, and I, you've you've said it best. If it's a day or a week or two weeks, that's just out of this big long life you're going to have with yeah. these cats um, and dogs. And just take time on the intro, and it'll totally be worth it. And you think it's stressful for us? Imagine what it's like for the pets. Right. So yeah, that new roommate. If you're not getting along, it's not real good. <laughs> that's right. So you can <clears throat> excuse me. See our pets on our website www.arl-iowa.org, and you can certainly call in this morning at two eight four ten forty two eight four ten forty if you have questions for me and Mick. Um, we did have somebody 
email in and ask if we had some recommendations of some cool toys uh, to get our pets for the holidays this year and wondering what recommendations or whatever are the best kinds to get for your dog. That's a big list. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff out there. Yeah, very cool. But for cats, I mean, the things, the toys I like best for cats are these interactive um, ones that your cat can play um, that, you know, they it kind of makes them think about things. It mm-hmm. sounds weird, but I love the one that looks like a round parking garage and there's a ping pong ball in there and they can bat it and it goes down and they bat it and goes up. So it's just those kind of fun thinking through toys for cats, which of course we have for sale at our ARL Animal House. But what do you, what do you say to that about dogs? Well, we have... The dogs aren't left out in that case. Yeah. Um, a big thing that's really come along in the last couple of years are puzzle toys for dogs. Because we had the Kongs. You know, the Kongs is always the popular item, and it's a fabulous, fabulous item. Use them all the time. Use them throughout the shelter. But we've had puzzle nights at the Animal Rescue League, and what they are is diff- there's different degrees of difficulty, so you can change it up as the dog gets better at it, <laughs> and you put little treats in it, and they have to work out a puzzle. So like a doggy crossword almost, That's or funny. they have to flip up little lids and find out, and and there's all different shapes and sizes, and then like I was saying, you can change the degree of difficulty. And we found so many dogs love that thinking process, um, and it's puzzle puzzle toys for dog, which we do have at the animal house as well. So, and if you need to know how to, you know, not sure how to set it up or use it, talk to our behaviour staff and be happy to help you out. Yeah, and that's really helpful to have them as a resource for that. But I, I love how toys have changed up from yeah. you know what they used to be a to stick. what they are now. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it looks like we have a caller, uh, Linda's calling. She has a question about dogs. Hi, Linda. How are you this morning? Hi, just Hi. great. How are you? We're great. great. Thank you. Did you have a question for us? I do. Go for uh, it. Well, uh, I have a mastiff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be two in March. Okay. And, okay, so I, uh, he's, he's really lovable. He's like a lovey-dovey dog. Um, I walk him, like, at five o'clock in the morning. Yep. Because he wants to love up the, the little dogs, and all I can... I have to keep him away from the little dogs because all I see him do is, like, totally jump and see these big arms try to hug the little dogs. Okay. Okay, so that's not my problem. Oh, okay. So one day I was, there was these two German shepherds, and um, the guy asked me, he says, well, my dogs are friendly. Do you want to meet? And so he brings these dogs over, and um, I had... I had Max sitting while he was bringing the dogs over, and so then I advanced Max over to one of the dogs, and without warning, he totally attacked the German Shepherd. Okay. But he didn't hurt the German Shepherd. I got him off the German Shepherd. Then he sat quietly again. Okay. I mean, you know. And uh, then when the guy tried to then pet Max, he got all barky, and then I asked Max to sit again, and he was, like, all quiet again. Okay. 
We're going to have to go to a break, Linda. You can hang on or we're going to answer as soon as we come back from the break, okay? And we can do that off air if you don't want to hang on. So we'll be back in a minute and we'll get to the answers to that question. At 623, 37 degrees, clear skies, winds out northwest at 6. You're listening to News Radio 1040 WHO. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. Before we went to the break, we're talking to Linda. Hi, Linda. You're still there? Yep, I'm still here. Okay. Uh, so, no harm was done with the dogs when they were fighting or having their little scuffle? No. That's no. a good thing. Um, yeah. So what happens is, um, has your dog ran with other dogs or been around like dog parks or um, well, yeah. as he's been as growing matter, up? Well, as a matter of fact, um, one of my friends had had a party and I put him behind the fence with a Newfoundland. Right. And, and then... Okay, and then she had uh, she has four Australian shepherds, and yep. as soon as he got out of the rear end of my vehicle, which is a SUV, mm-hmm. um, you know, he went running, and of course tried to hug one of the the uh, Australian shepherds. Of course, she's standing over the shepherd. You know, trying to hug it. Okay. Um, but then, you know, he got off the the shepherd, and um, of course, that one was a female. All right. And um, then, I mean, he was just standing over the shepherd, and of course, the shepherd didn't like that. Of course. Yeah. Um, but um, then you know that stopped. It was like thirty seconds. And yep. then uh, everything was fine with all the rest of the dogs. I put them in the behind the fence with the Newfoundland. There was no problems there. I've not had any problems. I take them to I take them to PetSmart. Okay, he doesn't have any problems with any of the other dogs. Yep. He wants to hug them all. Yeah, but I can't. I don't understand why this happened unless I was afraid of the shepherds myself. Uh, what happens is hugging in the dog world, some people some people don't like to be hugged, and in the dog world that's really a rude behaviour. So it's, it sounds and like... Sorry? Right, and that's what I kind of thought, and that's why yep. I walk him at 5 o'clock in the morning so I don't run into any of dogs. Yeah, and so you know what happens at 5 o'clock in the morning? Everybody yeah. else who doesn't want to run into everyone else's dogs out walking as well <laughs> is the general rule. What I would recommend is um, I'd like to for you to call our behaviour department. And the reason I say that is it sounds like he's lacking some social skills and um, we can work with you on how to intro- do introductions, how um, some equipment to help manage him as well, um, some positive reinforcement techniques and the equipment, I mean, it's like a, a harness or a head halter where you've got the control where he can't just do what he wants to do. So well, he, I have that. Good, I have good. The mental leader already. Oh, fantastic. And he already broke my finger. Well, that's not good. So let's. I would. Uh-huh. Um, if you've got a pen handy, I'm going to give you a phone number to set up a time with those guys. Okay, I got one. That's all right. Okay, got it. Yep, it is five one five. 
473-9125. Tell them you called into the show here uh, because manners are important, you know, uh, and dogs have all – that's why I asked if there was any harm done. So that tells me it wasn't a fight. It was a scuffle or a disagreement. I don't like what you're doing, so get off me. And especially with the Mastiff that you could get him off without, you know, there was no continuance. And then he went, okay, I'm done. But in the doggy world, the staff um, at our behaviour departments as well will be able to talk to you about body language and how dogs actually interact and on um, in their own way. And we can do a lot to help you read those signs and teach him what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Still a young dog per se. So what we've got to do is turn that behaviours around so he actually greets nicely. Yeah. Okay. Because when, when I broke my finger, this big, huge, I don't know, poodle-type dog yep. came running across the street. I saw the dog running. I asked him to sit. He sat, um, then the dog totally stopped and sat in front of him. Yep. Then um, the dog went running across the street, um, and I accidentally had the leash wrapped around my finger, and he took off running with the dog, um, and yeah. it was a female, and that's when I broke my finger. It was just a tip. Well, that's no that's good. my finger, but Look. I mean... Yep, um, Cassandra or T of my two canine behaviour staff and they will be able to set up a time with you and please let them know that you spoke to us here on the show and we would love to help you out with that. Okay. All right, thank you very much for calling in, Linda. All right, thanks, Mick. Bye. Yeah, so big dogs and yeah. but little dogs. Um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes we've got winter coming up and we've got litters that uh, do come around at different yep. times of years. And socialization is such an important part, like all of us. You know, earlier the better. Yep. And we have puppy classes and play groups to help with all those. But, of course, some dogs may not learn that, but they can be taught how to be appropriate. Yep. And the thing Linda was saying, you know, the dog sits and behaves, we work on the emotional state of the – so changing the way they think, as we talk about with all our pets – You know, a lot of trainers work on obedience, obedience, and I dislike that word greatly. Yeah. um, Because no one should be obedient. Right. You know, manners is how we look at it and how you want to do with that. And my dogs are crazy, but I love it. So it's up to the individual. Yep. But that doesn't change the way you feel. It just puts a control mechanism on it, which helps. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a dog that barks or lunges, for example, because it feels this way, then change the way it feels, and it won't do that behaviour anymore. Right. So use a combination of both. But um, So we'll be able to help out with that a lot. And understanding how they talk and interact and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. You know, I'm not a big hugger. So, you know, someone running down the street and giving me a hug will get my bristles up too. Right, so. yep. <clears throat> absolutely. It, you know, it's great to get on this stuff. I really love calls like Linda's. Get it, get it addressed. So we're going to take another break. We'll be back.
Fox News Radio, I'm Karen McHugh. Police in Cleveland, Ohio, asking for the public's help following a fatal shooting Friday night outside a neighborhood liquor store. Everybody was in that area, but East 117th and Buckeye, around uh, between 7 and 7.30 today, that saw kids hanging out because we believe they're all juveniles. Uh, please give our homicide unit a call. Chief Calvin Williams, one was killed, five others were injured. The forecast for the trip home from Thanksgiving is looking good. A pretty nice weekend overall. A little bit of rain here across uh, parts of the Great Lakes, but that's rain, it's not snow. Not that cold. We're gonna have a little shot of cold air tomorrow, but then we warm right back up. And for tomorrow, any travel plans tomorrow? I tell you what, looking great. We do have a system pulling in across the Pacific Northwest, maybe Northern California, so for San Francisco, Portland, up towards Seattle, a few light delays. But overall, that's about it. Fox meteorologist Rick Reichmuth. Fox News, we report, you decide. Healthy. At 635, 37 degrees, clear skies, winds out of northwest at 6. You're listening to News Radio 1040 WHO. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, before the break, well, we had a Linda call in with a behaviour problem, but also just to remind folks that on our website at arl-iowa.org, if you would go under behaviour and training, uh, there's contacts there for cat behaviour and dog behaviour, and we have our horse people and our small animal people, so we can help you with lots of those. And for those that have a pen handy, if you call our main number at 515 262 9503 and our cat extension is 311 and the dog is 310 that will also get you through to the behavior departments as well as us here at 284-1040 right call us in and have a chat see what we can do for you that's right exactly so mick and i are here from the animal rescue league and the arl animal connection um we always do a trivia question so we've got our trivia question of course now it's after thanksgiving and before the holidays so they're going to be holiday-related. Thanksgiving stuff's gone, uh, isn't course. it? You're on to the next one. I'm over Thanksgiving. <laughs> now we're to the holidays. Um, and so here's, well, uh, and maybe what we should do is, uh, okay, so I'm going to ask the question, and then mm-hmm. whoever wins um, calls in first and gets the right answer. We send them an aerial animal connection mug. Excellent. Okay, so, you know, you got the... Uh, Grinch stole Christmas. Are you familiar uh, with that? I am. Okay. For those, why Carol says that, folks, is I'm not a big holiday person. I'm sorry, and but I do know what Santa is and what Grinch is. And okay. But thank you for asking. I appreciate well, it. He's not a big. I'll always be like. So oh, I might be on that side for- of the fence when it comes to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got the Grinch stole Christmas. I'm here. Okay, yep, I've got you. So the Grinch had a pet. See, it's not that bad. That's exactly right. <laughs> so we want to know what species of pet okay. and what the name of the pet was. Mm. So first caller, 284-1040, 284-1040. First person who calls in and gives us the species of the pet and the name of the pet of the Grinch. Excellent. That's still Christmas. That, that, I love the, like, I think Frosty the Snowman was on last night. I had it on while I was doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. I still watch him 40 years later. Well, I've never seen it. Oh, my gosh. I can't even <laughs> deal with this. <clears throat> I haven't. But the what, what's the one um, where the kid sticks his tongue on the post, the Christmas story? Or oh, the, the, a Christmas story. Yeah, yeah. My wife has that on all day. 
on Christmas like Day. Like one after one. It just over plays and over, over and over. And over. I think yeah. that is so adorable. I am going to have to get you a whole like Frosty Rudolph. I mean, the whole thing set so you can watch all those. Sounds great. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate you, you, that. You never. I'm going to be blowing dust off of it. <laughs> All right. Looks like Brenda called in, and so we'll take Brenda first and see if she's got the answer for our trivia question. And again, we're looking for the species of pet and the name of the pet. So, um, Hmm. is Brenda there? Hi, Brenda. Here. Hi, Brenda. How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? I'm just fine. Great. What do you think the answer is? Well, it was a dog, and his dog's name is Max. That's exactly right. Good job. Do you like that show? I I actually have the special version of The Grinch that sold (laughs) Christmas on DVD. I love it. That's awesome. That is awesome. Very cool. Well, I found out he had a pet this morning. That's how I found Yes. Well, he had a uh, dog named Max that he dressed up as a reindeer. Yes, yep. but he had to cut off some of the antlers Oh, that is hilarious. he fell over. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Well, Brenda, if you want to stay on the phone here, we'll get your address and we'll mail you out a mug, okay? Okie dokie. Great. Thank you for calling in and thanks for the others that are on there as well. Yeah, that's great. Well, see, I'm learning something more about Christmas every year. You are. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So yes. I don't know why. I just, yeah, I don't dislike so, it it's just huh. okay so not to show my ignorance but so is christmas as huge oh yeah commercially and everything in australia as it is here yeah yeah except for you get a cricket set or a surfboard or yeah because it's summer so like what's the temperature there in december uh where my family is now would be 90s oh my gosh that seems so weird yeah so on christmas day it's hot Oh, yeah. In Australia. And my mother will still cook a roast no matter how hot it is. Yeah. One year it was 110. She goes, I don't care. I'm cooking a roast. Oh, good for her. That's yeah, awesome. That's her tradition. Traditions, so. traditions are nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little bit different um, present-wise, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, not nowadays. It's with – everything is worldwide, internet. and Right. But, again, there's certain things like surf. So yeah. surfboards is a yeah. – you know, surf stuff, swimming gear, um, cricket – which is an Australian sport, so yeah. kids often get cricket sets and then you go out in the yard and play cricket on Christmas Day and or have your lunch down the beach. Oh, my gosh. That seems so, so strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Well, that's very cool. That's very cool. Well, we're just going to keep doing trivia questions that just educate you about the awesome um, shows and movies and stuff that Holiday relate festivities. to... Holiday festivities. Yes, yes. Like, It's a Wonderful Life. Do you watch that movie? Uh, I've heard about it. Okay. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Yeah, just, all good. We're all different. That's that's exactly right. Everyone's sitting there trying to analyze my childhood now. What went wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time. On the show. I have no idea, so don't bother asking. That's just the way that's it is. Hilarious. Okay. So uh, we got a lot going on this weekend. We do. Yeah. Uh, we talked earlier about our name your price adoption event at our main location, our adoption locations at. Uh, Southridge Mall, ARL West, um, at Pet Food and Seascapes at the back of their store, and our Ankeny PetSmart, where we have our cats. But also, uh, today only, at 10 o'clock, we have the Subaru adoption event. Share the love. Share That's the one. Share, Share the, the love. love. Yep. And we will have dogs and cats at Subaru in Urbandale, 
and we are also having stuff the Subaru. Oh, that's cool. So donations, yeah. Um, so please come out, say hello to the pets, or if you're looking at adopting, um, we'll have animals out there today. People will be able to help you out. Or if you'd just like to drop by, and it's at Ramsey Subaru on Hickman, and th- uh, if you'd love to donate some items, please do. We greatly appreciate it. The animals love it, and we're going to try and pack one of those Subarus today yeah. with items as well. <clears throat> and we really need canned cat food. Yeah. Really need canned cat food. We need dry kitten food. Not cat food, but we need dry kitten, kitten food. Yep. Canned cat food, canned kitten food. So anything canned. We yeah. Need. Yeah. Um, of course, we can always use cat litter. Um, and, you know, for the dogs, I know we need canned dog food. Yep as well so because we um, do mix that in with the with the dry food yeah and also like with the um even though it's getting cooler we're still getting kittens coming in uh the the days of kitten season doesn't seem to exist anymore there's just kittens yep Um, yep and so of course you know some of those guys have different dietary needs so we um would love people to help us out, as they do. So we're very, very grateful of that. And we have a fetch list on our website as well. We do, and I'm, I'm checking that out right now because I know that's updated regularly mm-hmm. from the different areas of what is needed yep. for them. And, like, I'm looking at the rescue ranch for our barn animals. It looks like we need pot-bellied pig food. We need chicken feed. Um, so, you know, but check those lists out. So you can search it under the fetch list. It'll come right up for you. Yeah, it's a great time of year for giving as well, so... So we have a lot going on with that. Um, of course, our Tree of Life is getting started, and that is such a wonderful event. We've done it for as long as I've been involved with the league, so yeah. 25 years probably. But holiday trees are up at our going to be up at our locations. If not yet, they will be very shortly uh, within the next, next week. Next week, yeah. Yep. And again, you can look at our fetch list for that. But we really ask people to bring out supplies for the animals. I'm sorry, I'm having a coughing fit. I'll let you yeah, all right. Over. Yeah, supplies the animals, and they get put under the tree, and we watch that grow, and it's a fabulous time. And uh, some of the staff go, oh, I could use that for my, the cats in my area, and I could use that. I said, just hang on a second. We'll just <laughs> wait a minute. Yep. We'll see what you need. Yep. So, no, there's some wonderful, wonderful items in there, and all of it goes to our, back to our animals. So we're very, very grateful. Yeah. Thank you to everyone for doing that. Yeah, it's very cool. So, so I had a cute question that got submitted. You know, we take questions online. You yep. know, people can submit it on our website, www.arl-iowa.org, and there's actually a whole thing for Arrow Animal Connection on there, so you can easily go to that and then go to where you submit a question. But somebody wants to know how they teach a dog, their dog, to roll over mm-hmm. and to shake. And she said she's got a terrier mix. She's try keeps trying to teach him. And she just thinks she's doing something wrong because he's not doing either. Shake it. <laughs> okay, two behaviors, not roll over and shake. Okay. And she said he's really smart. Like he knows to sit. Yep. And he knows lay and like but he just will not pick up those two. And she doesn't know what she's doing wrong. Okay. We'll start with the rollover. Uh with the rollover, uh, if you've got to lie down, that's a great start. And then what you do is you have a treat. I normally use a treat on their nose. And you slowly take it back towards their chest and then over their rib cage. Okay. And what that does, wherever the head goes, the body follows. And when you say on the nose, you don't mean set the treat on the nose. No, sorry. Hold the treat in front of them right as a lure. in front of their nose. Okay. So what you're trying to do is you move as you move the head around, which makes the body follow. 
Okay, So, gotcha. like, if you're teaching a dog to walk, wherever the head goes, the body follows. And if you have the head, I'm trying to do visuals here. I'm not real good for radio, but if you do it and over the ribs, and a lot of people try and do it really fast. Yeah. And I break it down into smaller steps. If they can't get the whole rollover, then get a rock and then roll a little bit, a movement a little bit further, yeah. a little bit further. I never push them. I never flip them over. Or, you know, there's people that say, I'll put them on a hill. <laughs> so they oh roll, roll and gravity helps. <laughs> don't do that. Um, don't do that. Um, but, you know, there's lots of weird and wonderful things out there with all training. I think of it as somebody puts a cupcake in front of my nose. I'm following them wherever there you they go. want me to go. Yep. That's right. Exactly. So um, just a high-value high, high value treat, like something they really, really want? And something they don't normally get. Okay. You know, when we're teaching new behaviors, I, I have like a little cash bank. So everything, yeah. if you think of it as money from $5 to 100 so the really hard stuff or the stuff that's difficult for them, I'll give them hundreds. Or yeah. behavior modification with reactivity, pay the good stuff. Around the home, give them $5. And a $5 could be a pat and a hello and a kiss on the head. Yeah. That's whatever they like. But you need to find in any training something that motivates to do just about anything yeah and that's your training tool and then you take that or you know you don't have it out all the time so it's kept for those special times but then we fade the food out you know there's a lot of criticism about treat training and it's the fact of the matter is it's like kids learning and they get gold stars and stamps when they're riding we don't get any anymore my right. boss doesn't give me stamps right yeah. so are, are there some dogs that just or breeds of dog that yeah just, they're not gonna want to roll over. i mean i can't even see like a Great Dane rolling over. Is that French wrong? bulldog or well, I, English bulldog? I was thinking about my French bulldog yeah. Reese. I think if I tried to get her roll over, it just would not happen, no matter what was in front of her face. Yeah, she's like, really? I know. So, are there some breeds <laughs> yeah. that are more? I mean, but a terrier. It, this woman, this woman had a terrier. They usually are go go go. Go. So, yeah. Anyway, what what are the thoughts on that? Yeah, big chested dogs, little leg, you know, different breeds, but also the individual. Yeah, you know, yeah. you've talked about your chow sometimes, like, why? Right, <laughs> you know? right. And it may yep. not be a treat. It could be a tennis ball or a squeaky toy or something else. You yeah. know, you just need to find what motivates. Um, they're all different, but definite breeds, their body shape. Like my English Bulldogs, if you try and get them, their chest and, and all the rest of it, and they'd be like a turtle on their back. It's, <laughs> yeah, You know, yeah. not real pretty for them. So. <laughs> so, so what about the shaking? You know, she, cause yep. She's not getting them to shake either. Yeah. What I know, um, and clicker <clears throat> training, you know, marking the behavior breaks it down into smaller steps. And again, our website has all that stuff. Or Karen, uh, there's a great site for clicker training on Karen overall. Okay. There's lots of good video stuff on that. But what I actually do is where a lot of people pick the paw up and like go shake, and the dog goes, What are you talking about? <laughs> so I actually touch the paw and give a treat. Touch the paw, give it. And then I take my hand a little bit away. So the dog's learning. That when the skin, when the paw, when my hand touches the paw, you get a treat. Yeah. Then I move my hand a little bit away, and I mean like eighth of an inch, maybe at all. And the dog just moves its paw. Treat. Ah, so now you're not touching me, so I have to touch you, and then you start moving your hand. Yeah. Once they get the action, then I put the word to it, because I don't see any point in saying shake when the dog doesn't even know has hasn't got an action. So I not teach the action first, and then associate the word to it. Because otherwise, if, you know, you ask a, a cow to sit, the cow's going, what does sit mean? Right. It's no different to a dog. Just because we know what sit means doesn't mean the dog knows what sit means. Right. So I always show the action. I've never <clears> taught <throat> a cow to sit. That would be difficult. Yeah, but anyway. It might be fun. 
Um, yeah, so little, little baby steps. Uh, no, you know, there's some really weird training techniques. There's no need for that. Just have fun with it. And I do it like three or four repetitions and stop and walk away and don't go, hang on a sec, that was fun. Can you come back and do it again? Often people keep pushing to the point where it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And when it's going great, that is the hardest time to stop. That's when you need to stop. Yep. Because you're just about to go down the bad road of on board. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's the hard thing to do as a trainer even all these years. I'm going, this is going so well. And my heart's going, yeah, do it again. My head's going, don't you dare. <laughs> so, yeah. I do that with my horses. Like I try to end them on a good note. Yeah. Yeah, and then I stop. It's like having that fantastic school teacher. I can still name two teachers in my life. Yeah. But every lesson I wanted to go back and do more. Right. The others, not so much. Right, exactly. So yep. you want to be that cool school teacher. Yep. All right, well, we're going to take another break. and we come back, we'll wrap it up. It's gone quickly this morning, but you can still call in at 284-1040. Um, we'd have time to take what probably one question before yeah. the end of the show. But otherwise, we'll be back in just a minute. At 655, 37 degrees, clear skies, winds at northwest at 6 on 1040 WHO. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. Our last bit here in a couple of minutes, but you know how we've been talking about our Christmas and you're over Thanksgiving now? Yes. And people start putting up trees. They do. People are already getting them up. I see them in windows. So what some of the yeah. things? We, it's a good way to start because people will be doing it this week. So right. yep. some tips. Yeah. Well, for cats, what I would recommend is you set it up and you leave ornaments basically off of it for a day or something so they can kind of get used to the tree if they're going to climb it you're going to see they're going to climb it they're going to do it without all of the breakable nice Mm -hmm. ornaments you've got on it and um you know securing that tree uh, one of the greatest tips i ever heard um was you can put it you know if you put it in a corner up against a wall uh where maybe there was a picture you can take the picture off and you can take a piece of wire and basically wire the tree to the nail in the wall from your picture and that helps make sense so that the tree can't get knocked over um and definitely tinsel is a huge problem for cats who want a shiny it gets their attention they want to eat it it can cause major health stuff going on with them so i would say either leave the tinsel off or put it only you know at the top half of the tree i know it can look a little funny but um and i assume with dogs that can be an issue as well yeah um ingestibles yep can be a big big problem and they may not be food but they're fun so right um, the same thing with ornament hooks you really got to be careful yeah yeah um about being able to ingest those so you know you can always get ornaments that have a string on them and tie them uh, with the string so it's not as easy to flip off and and your tree will still look great it is going to look great just uh cup you know just the considerations with pets that we make yep um and you can put stuff around the base to deter yes as well yep and i love in fact i saw some at one of the stores yesterday the clear plastic you know balls and you can uh, pop them open and put stuff in there and then you, you know put them back together yeah easy to do um, i love those for cats you can put them on the bottom of the tree then put things in them like shiny little objects or something that get their attention they bat them you know want to play with them they're plastic they're not going to break you know 
um, and that gets their attention versus the ones at the top. top. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of the times we talk about keeping animals off things, we're looking at deterrence, but you're actually on the other side saying, hey, you can play with this, but right. just here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Good fun for them. Um, and if you've gotten in, you know, I think a week ago we had somebody write in and they had a dog that was lifting his leg on mm-hmm. the tree. You know, you can use those... Uh, no playpen type things that you yep. get for dogs to kind of keep them away from the tree. Yeah, I was looking at that, and I actually then went and looked at the hardware yeah. and thinking of yeah. different things. And what looks really cute, I guess, is a little white, the little white pickets oh, that you get cute. for your gardens, yes. and you just put a little block of wood under it for the stand, and yeah. you could have a little white picket fence around. There's lots of different fun things you could do instead yeah. of a if you're worried about a big old metal pen around your tree. Right. But, it's just enough to keep them away from it. Yep. And, you know, new items a lot of dogs can mark. So it's just doing a dog thing. Yep. I, and the gist of this is, and we're going to keep talking about this over the next couple of weeks, you just really need to think through mm-hmm. how to keep your pet safe at the holidays with your decorations. And it's definitely doable, obviously. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we got a lot going on this weekend, and we're out of time. But uh, Yet again, we'll talk to everyone next week. That's right. And everybody, paw it forward and have a great week. Thanks, everyone. We're AM ten forty on your radio and on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeart Radio app. News Radio 1040, WHO, Des Moines. Egypt is vowing revenge. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. As the number of dead grows, Egypt's president is pledging to get even with the terrorists who attacked a mosque yesterday. At least 305 people were killed. Nearly 30 of the victims were children. President Trump quick to condemn the attack. Upon learning of the terror attack, the president tweeting horrible and cowardly terrorist attack on innocent and defenseless worshippers in Egypt. The world cannot tolerate terrorism, he wrote. We must defeat them militarily and discredit the extremist ideology that forms the basis of their existence. Fox says John Decker, Egyptian warplanes have been targeting vehicles used by the terrorists. They're also hitting militant hideouts. Deadly gun violence in Cleveland. Six juveniles were shot. Uh, One is deceased at this time. Uh, The other five were at uh, university hospitals being treated. Police Chief Calvin Williams. Authorities believe the gunfire erupted during a confrontation last night between two groups of boys, the victims ranging in age from 12 to 16. Police have no suspects. Probably 